For more than a decade, FTI has strived to become the leader in the aftermarket, performance, transmission, and converter industry. We've joined forces with McLeod Driveline Components under the leadership of Top Fuel Funny Car Pilot Paul Lee and now have a larger distribution network, more resources, and more power. Come see us in the pits and ask how you can join the FTI family. It's not cheating. It is the competitive edge. It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. Hey everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are when you're watching this. Joe Costello back with you, WFO. And I know what you're thinking out there. You're saying to yourself, why is Costello cranking out so much content here on this given week? And we've got great stuff. We got Josh Hart going to be on the show. Josh Hart, RNL Carriers, Top Fuel Dragster, Ron Douglas, of course, Bernie Speed Shop, new WFO sponsor. We're going to roll a bunch of that stuff into one great thing here as Josh is coming off having run a career best. He's going to the U.S. Nationals, and that's the reason. The big go means a big show, and we're all over the place. I know everybody's trained, 1 o'clock Tuesday, Reinhardt, and then the winners whenever we can get them. And the good news is these shows – they live a long time on the web and people are sharing them and bouncing them and finding out uh, on our audio only podcast feed. You know, we have thousands and thousands of people that are way back in the feed watching stuff from a week ago or two weeks ago, uh, listening on our mobile app that is free. So we decided we were going to really ramp up and get everybody ready for indie this week. So you've got a ton of content to watch and listen to over the weekend and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week. And then we start racing. And I'm traveling on Wednesday next week, and it's going to be great. We're going to hear from Tasca and Torrance, the killer tease on Monday. That is the plan. We got Josh today, tomorrow, Jason Logan and Courtney Enders. We're going to do a mini like mid-afternoon happy hour, but it's not going to be a full-fledged happy hour because everybody's busy. But we're going to spend a little time just kind of looking at the lighter side and previewing uh, what's going to happen at the big go. So share the show. Nobody knows we're on. Just popping up on here. YouTube. Right down there, click the bell, comments, chat section, all that. If you're on the uh, the book, send it around on share. Put it in some groups. Look, we got to get everybody hyped up. This is the big go. Talked a little bit about it yesterday with Leah and Ricky Smith. Very controversial. My phone exploded. People telling me that, you know, I could have. I could have held his feet to the fire more. And then people telling me that I held his feet to the fire pretty good and that they actually understand where he's coming from now. All that was discussed. And if you're not a WFO radio subscriber, well, you should be. And these people who make it possible for me to do this, you already saw FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. And we really appreciate those guys. FTIperformance.com. That's where you go if you're around the world and if you're looking for transmissions and torque converters to win big money bracket races or your local grassroots racing on the weekend. High performance automatic transmissions is what we're talking about. That repeat, that go through the rigors of dot .90 racing and produce the same numbers. Big money bracket racing wins, whether it be the million or whatever weekend track championship you're going for FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. We appreciate them. Totalseal.com, the leader in ring seal technology. I'm getting feedback on the Dr. Ken hope episode because it's very different. It's very lake speed, right? The whole, the whole podcast is that people understand that ring seal 
is the foundation of horsepower. You could have the best cylinder heads and the best intake manifold, but if you don't have the seal in your cylinders, you're going to, it's a waste. It's a waste of what it would have been. You might as well maximize it. And that's what Total Seal is all about. They make rings for Pro Stock. They make rings for Top Fuel. They make rings for Formula One, for Stock Eliminator, Bracket Racing, your streetcar, your 3,000 horsepower streetcar that you go to the grocery store with. They make rings for it. Go to TotalSeal.com and, of course, listen to the episode. I was telling somebody about the podcast, and a guy was like, hey, man, Hidden Horsepower is the real great podcast you do. That WFO thing is just okay. And I thought, all right, I'm cool with that. Phillips hyphen connect. Smart trailer technology. If you're in the transportation industry, you've got to be thinking about smart trailer technology because the sensors are keeping you safe. It's keeping your drivers safe. It's keeping your loads on time. It's keeping people out there on the road safe because they're managing countless things like, you know, tire and wheel well temperature, right? Like, oh man, something's heating up back there. Better slow down. Better stop. Go check it out. What is it? Oh, there was a wheel hub problem. We caught it before it became a real problem. And that's what Phillips-Connect does. Go to their website, phillips-connect.com. Find out more information. And they've got a great program for it. And then Bernie Speed Shop. We're going to learn a lot about Bernie's. Bernie's.com. Everybody like the social media. For me, that's what you got to do. You got to like the social media. And we're going to learn more about it here today with Josh Hart, but also in the future. Frame-off restorations, classic muscle cars, movie props, props, cars for you know projects and shows. They can build anything is the point. And we're going to talk with Josh a little bit about it. We'll see what he can tell us. Later on in the show, we'll tell you about the folks at Torque Calibration Services of Australia. Matt Clark, a big presence here during our big events. This guy's in Australia. What's the benefit he gets? Well, maybe WFO Radio Australia listeners who are also involved in motorsports and racing have shops are going to actively tell their friends, hey, man, this guy is good at what he does. He's involved with a lot of the top teams over there and he supports WFO. So let's help him out. TorqueCalibrationServices.com.au. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, of course, the Dragster Adventure, and our buddy Marvin Rodak of RodaxCoffeeAndGrills.com, which I'm back on the Rodax program. I was off yesterday, but now I'm back today. You can probably tell. You can probably tell. 817-924-6821. That's Marvin Rodak. We're getting ready for the big go. Everybody is fired up, super excited about what's going on. And we got our Patreons where I'll tell you how you can join our Patreons later on today. I'm scheduled to go to the post office real soon later on today. Let's see what people have got to say out there. Uh, people saying good morning. They're all on there. Hopefully you guys are sharing Pete Lanciers. He was real complimentary about me, my interview with Ricky Smith, right? You ought to be on five days a week. <laughs> I would. Well, how would I travel to the NHRA? How would I get there? How would I get back? Like and share, says Bobby Bugbarn. Like and share. Roger Richards. Good morning, Roger. How are you, sir? What's up, geezer? Love that guy. Morning, Joe. What's going on with the Yankees? Stop it, Jalen. Stop. Let's, first of all, we won a couple of games. I don't know what we did last night. I'm just not paying attention right now because we're just, it's baseball, man. You go through ups, you go through downs. And the whole first half was an up. So we got to go through it down. We'll be fine. Love the content. These interviews are great. Morning, Joe. Good morning. Everybody's saying what's up. Everyone's saying hello. Good morning to everyone. John Force later on in the day. But right now, from from his office at Bernie's Speed Shop. You ready, Josh? He's positioning. All right, let's see the positioning. Oh, a little more to the, uh, the other side, Josh. Let's get you right in the middle. Other way. Yeah. Now let's see the top of your head. There he is. What's up, Josh? You got to unmute, though, bud. Got to unmute. Can I unmute you? No, you got to unmute yourself. Here he is. What's up, Josh? How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. 
So today we're going to preview the U.S. Nationals. Today we're going to learn a little bit more about Bernie Speed Shop. But I am watching your social media and I see that you have made an announcement this morning about a new partner on the team. Why don't you tell us about that right away? What's going on? Yeah, Chris Armstrong of Armstrong Homes has joined us. Um, it's been a blessing to have him on board. He's uh, super enthused with drag racing. You've probably seen him popping up at race here or there. And uh, I think he's going to make it to all the remaining races, uh, excluding Charlotte. So I'm um, just super blessed to have him. He's one of the largest builders in Central Florida. His company, Armstrong Homes, um, I think was just sold to Lennar Homes, which is one of the biggest builders in the world. So. Uh, absolutely awesome for our team. Um, as all of you know, it takes a ton of funds to make this thing happen. So uh, first full season and we are, uh, we are not letting down. We are going to hit the gas harder. That's great. Yeah, no, I've heard Armstrong Homes. I know them if it's a Florida company or just a North Florida company, but I know the name and you've had success bringing those guys uh, in people who are not necessarily already involved in drag racing. Uh, through your relationships and your your uh, partnerships, you brought them on. I think it's great, right? We need more guys like that helping out teams in general, your team in specific. Yeah, absolutely. He actually is responsible for building Bernie's 2.0. That's how we met. So um, trust him. He uh, he built our multi-million dollar investment there, and he's done a lot of things around Central Florida. So um, when he said he was interested, I invited him out to Vegas and uh, he's been kind of in love with it ever since. So he's definitely got the nitro needle. That's great. Yeah. The nitro needle, we've all got it. It's a challenge. It's a great challenge. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about your year. Some people have called it a sophomore slump, but when I spend a little time thinking about it and I want you to weigh in, uh, you guys did not run a full season last year. There are many tracks that you're going to for the first time. There are tracks that you're seeing for the first time that the team is seeing for the first time in several years. I know Ron has got a great uh, legacy and he's been everywhere, but he's been everywhere with a funny car. He's been everywhere, not necessarily with your car. And I don't know. Um, I think showing up for the first time somewhere, even though you, you did it last year and you got some win uh, is an additional challenge. Look back on your season so far and, and you know, grade yourself. Like, are you, are you happy with where you are, obviously you want to win. Maybe you could be more happy. How do you characterize your situation right now? Yeah, I would probably grade myself at like a C plus. Um, you know, we came out with a new car and, and I was using that as a crutch for a little while. But truth is, I was making some very uh, fundamental mistakes just in my driving. And then uh, the crew and I had some mechanical issues for like the first five races. So it's been tough, but Ron always rises to the top. The team always gives me an awesome car. And I'm not just saying that, you know, everybody says that. It's like a pre-programmed response. But my team has been very patient with me. And at the beginning of the season, I had to be patient with them, you know. And so, you know, we did not have the success that I think everybody wants and strives for. But we're no slouch when we show up. I think everybody pays attention when we're in the staging lanes. And we definitely come every time to win. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at. I, I don't think it's been a, a terrible season. We're still fifth in the world, but it's not where we want to be. That's for sure. Right. And, and it's all like how, what are the expectations? What's reality? You tell anybody you're fifth in the world, they're going to say you're doing pretty well, but you guys have got 
higher expectations. But this past weekend, though, you threw down a, uh, a 66. Like, that's your career best, right? Like, that's a mi major milestone. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, you guys have been working on some things, and boom, you threw down a career best. Many others did, but that was second low up until uh, the final session or until first round, actually, on Sunday. Yeah, you know, when you go into a, a you know, 15-car field, you get a little bit of leeway in qualifying. So we tried a couple things the first time we did it, and it stuck. So uh, we tried to back it up the second time. We were pretty close. We put down a 69, and then in eliminations, we mile per hour faster than I'd ever went before. So very proud of the team. Um, you know, Ron is uh, ironclad. He, he doesn't make many errors. So um, definitely going the right direction for sure. Absolutely. Okay. But the second round deal with uh, Tony Schumacher, that was unfortunate. You didn't move a foot. Uh, was that a mechanical issue? Was that being too aggressive? I think you won some points for sportsmanship regardless because racers want to race and race fans want to see racers battle each other, especially that guy over there. He's got you know, 20 years of championships and race fans, they want to see him race. He might've heard them cheer just at him arriving, hoping to race him. And then you're up in smoke one foot off the line. So what happened? Yeah. I mean, NHRA decided they were going to reprep the track um, right before. And for some reason we picked first, first pair again. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we're watching it all happen and we see that, you know, the camera on the chopper and Tony's not there. And, and I just kept saying, don't, don't start the car. You know, I mean, I don't think that any fan wants to see somebody win on a buy run. You know, some people like winning the races on the, a single and, and I'm, I'm not that guy. I'll sit and wait and let the cards fall where they may. And unfortunately they fell the wrong direction for me this round. So. It'll all work out in the end, right? Or or maybe it won't. Maybe one day you'll be on the other side of that and the other person will fire up and go. And even if that happens, people will remember this moment. And they'll be like, hey, that's a, that's a tough deal. Um, because in when things were reversed, you know, NHRA waited a little while. But if you guys had gotten tense about it, like, hey, what the heck? They're not here and we're here. Reinhardt says it all the time, right? It's the ready line. It's not the almost ready line. But that was a call for the fans, I think, by uh, quite a few people. And it worked. It, You know, they were happy more so than if they had had a buy run. Yeah, you know what? I think there was some silver lining for me. I got a call from our, our primary sponsor at RNL Carriers. And he said, you know, if you had the chance to do it all again, knowing the result, what would you do? And I said, I wouldn't change a thing. And he said, that's the type of people we want representing our company. So, um you know, maybe that's a silver lining. It's the right thing to do. Well, exactly. And, you know, I don't want to say like nowadays, there's not a lot of people doing that because there are, you just don't get attention, right? The negative always gets more attention than the positive these days, but great positive examples. We had uh, Troy Williams, who's a bracket racer. Um, you know, he, he launched a couple of weeks ago, his opponent got timed out and he won 50 grand when he got timed out. Right. And he, he said, reset the race, let's race. And he raced. And he had a triple zero and dead on eight and he won the race anyway. But if that had just been the result, we wouldn't have talked about it. And that display of sportsmanship. No, man, there are things. Money is very important. It's very important, especially to people who don't have it. But there's other things that matter a whole lot, too. And character and sportsmanship and giving a good uh, impression to people out there of the sport who are watching the sport, who want to be involved in the sport, like your sponsor just mentioned. Uh, I think that's all important uh, as well.
Absolutely. I think, you know, even if you look back at my competition plus, you know, uh, interview that was misconstrued in several different ways, but the bottom line is it's still gotta be fun and you still have to, you know, conduct yourself accordingly. And, and you really get to see everybody's true integrity and character, uh, when all the chips are down. So this is me all the time. I'm going to try to do the right thing all the time. I'm not an angel by any means. I'm not trying to complain. I'm just trying to speak up and say, Hey, if you really want new blood in this, you gotta, you gotta open the door a little bit. You know, you, you can't keep cutting everybody's throats. You know, that's interesting that you say, because that article got play and Bobby Bennett, of course, has many of the, the stories that, that go out there and people follow the site competition plus now for many years, he was very helpful getting us, uh, you know, uh, accepted out there by pushing our stuff as well. And he and I work behind the scenes and, um, that's something that happens in racing at all levels. And when you brought it to the forefront, I thought the way that you did it without mentioning any names or anything, it's just kind of like, Hey guys, stay away from my guys. I know it's, uh, these are my guys. I put them together. They want to be here. They've got a good environment. We race together. We win together. If you're going to find some, some go find other money, bring mm -hmm. money from the outside in. Like I did. Don't pull money from the inside out. I think that resonated with a lot of racing fans. Now it's the racing business and it's going to, it's going to happen. I've heard the shark tank stories years ago, surely years ago, tell me, Oh man, it was a nightmare back in the day, especially, but you just laid it out there for people to understand that that kind of stuff is going on. And I think, I don't know, politely ask people not to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I bust my butt. I made a $4 million investment to, to get here, you know, and, anybody can buy all this stuff, but to operate, it takes about $4 million a year. So, you know, to hold it all together and, you know, this is my first full season. So I'm learning what it's really going to cost to operate. That's one thing, but you gotta, you gotta operate like you have some character, some integrity, you know, you just can't go around taking everybody's stuff and, and sending proposals here and there. I mean, business is business. I get it. But if you really want this sport to continue forever, you're going to have to let new blood in, you know, it's just the way it's got to be. Let them in, let them breathe, let them bring a deal, let them have a deal. And there's, we, we all like, okay, we, we don't have a beer sponsor yet. Beverage sponsors. We don't have, there's energy drinks. There's all these different products out there and things that we can be selling to our maybe smaller than some sports, but definitely more intense than some sports audience. Right. Like the football fan, they might see something, but they don't care what it was. The drag racing fan, if you pitch it to them, they're interested because they're appreciative. Yeah, absolutely. I do a lot of business with people that um, for the only reason is they work with NHRA somehow. So, you know, we uh, we try to give back as much as we can internally. Uh, all of my contingency money that we win, we give to young racers just to keep them racing. So instead of trying to cut my throat, you know, I think there should be better examples of trying to get young racers up and coming. You know what I mean? Um, we've done super comp, super gas, top dragster. Uh, we even helped out Matt Hartford this year. You know, there's just, there's a different way to conduct things, you know, and I, I'm not going to change. It's, it's the same all the time. This is who I am all the time. That's great. Well, I love, I love it. All right. Let's talk a little bit of Bernie's because you're coming on board and you're on board with WFO with, uh, with Bernie's, which is cool because first of all, the Florida connection, right? Like we got FTI there, Florida and Deland, land, you're Ocala. 
We got a good relationship with Garlitz. Uh, I think uh, we are open to other sponsors from other states, just so everybody knows you're allowed to support WFO. But how did this all come about? Because you sent me some great photographs of how Bernie's was coming along and it evolved. This is something that evolved over time. And it's got to be pretty amazing to have evolved now to the top fuel level. That's just uh, insane. And then you bring on a partner like RNL Carriers and TechNet. But we may have heard the story in the past, but let's start at the beginning. You, you know, you're just an interested guy and interested in cars, and you started a, a shop that was relatively small. I've heard the story, not a huge investment at first, and you were able to grow it. But I think that's an intriguing story to people. Yeah, it's much like the racing career. You know, we we started with nothing. We, My wife and I had 300 bucks. So, you know, we started Bernie's. I was going door to door. If you needed your car cleaned, I did it in your driveway, you know, and uh, she took over the detailing part and I started doing superchargers. We bought our first building, which was that first picture right there. We started it with a Ford Lightning pickup and that same Ford Lightning pickup is still sitting in our showroom today. And that's also what I started my racing career with. So um, it's sparked now into, you know, a hundred thousand square feet under one roof where we can do automotive anything. Yeah. That's the first Bernie's right there. That's amazing. Well, that's an amazing story. Like the entrepreneurial spirit. That's a different story, uh, unto itself door to door tinting windows. Like that is, uh, that is amazing. No, actually cleaning your car detailing. Not even, not even tinting windows, like tinting yeah. windows was even a more high uh, precision position, just detailing. How old were you when you did that? Yeah. So it's all I've ever really done. I, I mean, literally I was crawling around in your driveway, wiping your wheels down. That is amazing. All right. I think I got a video or two uh, of Bernie's. Let's see what, uh, if I can get it on the screen. Right, tell us what we're seeing here, Josh. This is like an event. Well, what do you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Video is uh, your audio is So you do events there. Like this is a, a big uh, place. Oh yeah, it's huge. So if you just want to have a, a nice catered dinner and be amongst all the, you know. $5 million worth of classic cars we got laying around. Um, you can actually come to Bernie's. We'll set the whole thing up. Um, we've had people that wanted to get married here. Um, but, you know, our primary objective is obviously putting out quality hot rods, show showstopper cars. Okay. So, yeah, like the, now, now what is the proof? Because the, I've been telling everybody to just hit the social media, right, to see what you do. I want my listeners, first step, go to the Bernie's social media. can get there on the website. and just see what you do, but you do a lot of stuff now. Like you were rattling off some things like, okay, obviously classic restorations and anything that has to do with classic muscle cars, you guys have the ability and the capability to do, but that's not all your business. There's a lot of other stuff. So what can you tell us about what's going on there at the mothership up there at Bernie's? So anything still from um, professional detailing, ceramic coat, we do do window tinting now. Um, but you know, frame swaps, LS swaps, Turbo builds superchargers, obviously. Uh, we've got an in-house dyno. Um, we do try to keep about $5 million in classic cars for sale at all times. Um, but then our service department is also 25,000 square feet. So if you need um, 
service sides, dump truck beds, uh, crane bodies. Uh, we even do snow plows and we ship them all over the country. And a lot of people don't realize that we, our heavy duty division is very, very busy. Um, we also have a huge inventory of on-site trailers. So we're one of the largest Sundowner and Max D trailers in the trailer dealers in the United States. So um, you can literally show up, get a car financed, get your insurance and leave. You can, you can do the same thing with a trailer, or if you have this crazy dream, you can propose it to Bernie's and we will facilitate the entire build start to finish. Well, I feel better about not knowing exactly how to position everything you do because there's so much of it, right? You're a dealership, trucks and trailers, and you build stuff. Like if you want, like you mentioned the snowplow thing, like my goodness, that's a lot of different uh, angles. You provide financing. And uh, how, how is that? Like the, the, uh, the car culture biz these days, like I'm seeing all these amazing people involved in drag racing. Drag racing to me is the epicenter for the car people. If you're a car culture person, NHRA drag racing is where you're going to find the, the greatest level of intensity. And I know we got a lot of people out there, but how would you say that world is right now? Cause I see classic cars everywhere. Yeah, it's booming. I would say we're up 30%. Um, we're having a hard time actually keeping inventory. So we started offering, you know, no fee consignments just to get new inventory through the door, which we used to not even do consignments. Um, but it's just tough. I and mean, they're selling before they even get online. So our online presence is kind of slim because we're, we're moving the metal faster than we can pump it out on social. That's amazing. Yeah, but that's good though. And that should make everybody that is involved in our little niche um, happy that people are still interested. And uh, I even see, you know, at that homestead thing, I, I do uh, young people like a 19 year old with a Fox body Mustang that was built way before he was born. Right. And it's like the cars that were regular cars when I was a kid now, are becoming classic cars. And it also kind of makes me feel a little sad, but it's, my, cra it's crazy. My wife actually just renewed my license plate on my lightning and it was an antique tag. I almost cried. No way. <laughs> that lightning is already an antique. Yeah. 20 years. That's amazing. I guess I could get an antique for my 98 firebird that I cruise around in. Maybe I should <laughs> do it. Be the guy with the antique car. Uh, I like it. Speaking of, uh, of, uh, of Brit birthday. Yesterday? Yes. Yes. She is the uh, foundation of my existence. For some reason, she took a chance on me and stayed. So uh, 20 years together almost. That's amazing. That's amazing. This is How our, old are you, Josh? On our first date, my license was suspended and she had to drive me home. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Usually it goes south. Usually that's not a second date uh, material. A guy with the suspended license. But hey. I, uh, I think it is great. All right. So let's uh, learn a little bit more about Josh before we talk about the U S nationals. Okay. So kind of a mild, mild mannered character, right? No matter what I'm, I hear, you know, yes, sir. No, sir. Uh, the, the highs don't seem to be too high. The lows don't seem to be too low, but you said it a minute ago, I'm not an angel. So I want to get to the bottom of a couple of things. So like, you know, music, what's your taste? What do you, what do you listen to when you want to listen to music for fun? You throw on the radio, you're going on a drive. You're going to be in the car for a while. Maybe you're going to throw on some tunes, not necessarily the WFO podcast. What are you putting on? Yeah, I'm an eighties baby. So, uh, you know, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, that kind of stuff is usually my go-to, but I'm also a drummer. So, um, lot of slipknot, a lot of five finger death punch, stuff like that. 
Really? You're a drummer. Now, do you still drum or are you like a recovered drummer? Do you have a kit? I do. I do. I have a custom DW kit, all blacked out, everything with even black pasty symbols. Okay. Um, super, super excited to, to hit the drums at any time. Okay. And uh, have you, and I just wonder about this, have you, have we seen, has the NHRA community seen you like going for it at the drums at any point? Because I think that's something that we would all like to see as soon as possible. Like what, Josh Hart, this kind of calm character, uh, what does he do? Top field dragsters, drummer. Uh, the answer is no. Um, and if you put me up on stage, I'm not sure I could even do it. Uh, and I mean, I can still play the drums, but I don't know if I could face all the fans. So uh, I I would be fine if my back was to the crowd, probably. Wow. And uh, you're not the only one, right? Yeah. Doing the thing that they love. So what, you just, uh, you hit the drum kit to de-stress? Like, you know, by yourself, you just go bang on the drums, which by the way, sounds great if if you know how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great stress reliever, but it's also really great for, you know, eye-hand coordination. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right, guys, if you got a question for uh, Josh Hart, Mike, Mike Parsons calls you the baby face assassin. Love the baby face assassin. How about that? Nick Clark, Nicole Clark is out there. Josh and Brittany are uh, couples goals. Gold. I don't know. I think heart to heart photographs. Uh, Earl Nichols. Uh, gotta love Josh. Always just real. That that is uh, okay. That's exactly what we're trying to get the bottom of. All right. So you're a drummer. You like music. What about food, Josh? We're going to go out for a great meal. Oh my gosh. We're going to celebrate something. We have a great meal. We got to go do something. Where are you going? What kind of restaurant? What kind of place? You're going to, what, what's, uh, what's Josh Hart's top of the list for food items? I'm trying to catch all the uh, lightweight drivers like Antron Brown. So, you know, his body fat ratio has got to be like less than zero. So my diet's changed drastically. A lot of, uh, you know, shrimp, fish, stuff like that, some chicken. Restaurant, I don't go out much. I, I stay pretty much either at Bernie's, at the racetrack in my little box, or, or at home. Wow. So, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're taking this very seriously, though, Josh. You're, you're affecting your diet. That's how you know you're serious about racing when your diet is affected. And our great friends over there in Pro Stock Motorcycle – they have to live it. I remember Jerry Savoie when he won the U.S. Nationals. I, he was eating a burger, and he looked at me, and he goes, this is the first burger I have had in over a year, and I'm allowed to have one, says my crew chief. Uh, you're taking it serious also. Look at, the, uh, look at the back of my rigs. There's a picture of me from last year versus this year, and uh, I'm, I'm about half the size. If I could figure out how to get rid of the fat cheeks, I'd be a lot better. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. You got to do surgery or something, right? You got that's genetic, is what that is. Uh, that is genetic. All right. So, sports uh, other than motorsports, are you a sports fan at all? Are you, you know, we have this thing saying we say stick and ball, stick and ball sports, you know, baseball, hockey, basketball. Um, did you play any? Are you interested in any? You're up there around Jacksonville Jaguars territory, so you definitely don't have a football team to really root for. Um, what, what say you about sports other than motorsports? Yeah, it's basically all motorsports. I stopped watching basketball when Michael Jordan retired and, uh, you know, I was real big into it up until that point. Yeah. Well, he's uh, a great competitor and he's also involved in motorsports, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I see him over there and I see what's going on and I'm thinking just a little further, a little faster. You just got to come into drag racing 
and uh, be a multifaceted uh, person, right? And we're and we're seeing that. We're seeing that with you coming in and uh, other folks coming involved. Tony Stewart coming into drag racing. Drag racing might be having a moment among motorsports is definitely having a moment among the entertainers and athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I mean, it, the more people we can bring into it, you know, if you can be me and end up driving a top fuel car, anybody can do it. All right. Someone had asked in the uh, chat section down there. And if you guys got a question for Josh, put it up there and we'll maybe uh, present it. But like here's uh, from Facebook user, any chance of a second car in the future? What about like growth plans? You had told me earlier this year, you know, you were going to get in new, some, some new equipment, um, upgrading, like you bought some stuff and the stuff was good. But once you get out there and you realize what it takes to be on the razor's edge of performance, maybe you need something slightly different. So you're adjusting your program, but what is like, look out there a year or two, you bring it on all these partners. Do you see yourself having a second car? Yeah, I absolutely do. I think we, um, We've already talked to some people about maybe potentially a funny car. Um, I think that for versatility, that would be great. But I think for, you know, actually having a teammate uh, with a long car would be great. And we've kind of flirted with both ideas. Um, all I can say is that it's definitely not off the table. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Well, the data part of it, right? Like send one down, learn and then the other one comes. We see, you know, Capco this week with Billy back out there. They won their first race. It's just got to be a little better data wise when you have a teammate to lean on. Absolutely. Yeah. And right. I mean, it makes everybody better. It makes the driver better, it makes the car perform well. So, yes. Um, what about that? Do you have anyone that helps you or are you guys on an island? Right now, it's still the, the Ron and Josh Island, but, uh, it it's being extended. Oh, that implies that there's news that we're going to hear about sometime in the future. Uh, what is the timeline for us hearing about news? Is that like a SEMA thing, a PRI thing, a next year kind of thing? I'm hoping we have something pretty solid by PRI. Wow. That would be great. That would be great. And, uh, you know, the NHR game is coming out. There's uh, a lot of extra hype going in. The, the Fox broadcast from last week was up, uh, you know, a significant percentage as you look at the sport macro uh, big picture. I don't think you'd be investing in chasing down all these partners if you didn't think it was going places. No, no, it's actually uh, very reassuring to see stuff like that popping back up because, um, you know, everybody has an opinion. Some people said NHRA was dead. I know it frequently people are posting pictures of our sold out crowds, which is awesome. So, no, I'm very excited about this stuff, and it, it just fuels the fire for me to want to keep going harder and faster. Exactly. So back to who is Josh Hart. We talked about music. We talked about sports. We talked about food. What else is is out there that you think defines your personality? Like, uh, you know, Brittany, uh, you know, she has been with you for 20 years. You guys are going through this whole thing together. and when you do something like pets, do you have pets? Are you an animal person? Do you, uh, when you go on a vacation, where do you go? Like I'm trying to give people a little more insight into Josh and Brittany and what's going on, because that is, I think the reasons people choose who to root for. 
Yeah, I am the average guy. I mean, I can't explain that enough. I, I fly in as late as possible. I try to do the best I can for my team. I fly home Sunday night, not because I'm a spoiled brat driver. It's because I have to be to work at eight o'clock the next morning, no matter whether I like it or not. Um, I got 35 people minimum down here at Bernie's that count on my decision-making ability. And, um, you know, we, we are very, very involved in the day-to-day -day actions of our corporation. So um, work my tail off. Some people think I'm a workaholic. If you really know me, you know that's probably accurate, but um, I don't get out much. I mean, we will work from eight o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock at night. I uh, do the best I can to raise our little girl who's almost three years old. And uh, unfortunately I'm doomed. She likes cars more than she likes anything else. So, oh boy. Maybe a second generation in the upbringing here, so. Yes, exactly. Okay, Nicole Clark, who knows you very well, is out there, and she's throwing something out into the ether that I don't know if it's true, if it's just totally made up, if there's a nugget of truth to this. When will Brittany start driving factory stock? Is that a thing? Uh, it is a thing. We we bought a drag pack. Um, Nicole is a good family friend. She's she's kind of giving some insider trader information there. So, Nicole, you're like you're throwing uh, out inside information. But uh, Brittany's always wanted to drive. But again, we're, we're swamped. I mean, we uh, we're very blessed on this side at Bernie's with business. And, um, you know, when Brittany walks out on the showroom floor or the service floor holding papers, you'll see 30 grown men quiver. She she runs with an iron fist and uh, she knows you know how to stay on top of the ball. Well, that's good. That's uh, very important. Arnell Carriers now hiring. Right. It's something that we see on the side of so many buildings. And, and if we've got a problem, uh, it's that we don't have enough good quality people to fill all these jobs that need filling. And you're doing your best with the program to bring on drivers for RNL carriers. I think drag racing is a great place to do that, uh, that we have all these intense doers. You're not really a drag racing fan and also like a lazy person who's chilling on the couch. It just they don't, the two things don't really go together, right? Drag racing, hard work, people who want to get out there, want to have adventure, want to earn, want to change their lives. How's that program working? Like, are you bringing on people at these races that you send to RNL carriers? Uh, it's been absolutely off the charts awesome. So, I mean, we've got people now dropping resumes off right there at the ropes behind the trailers, um, even when the recruiters are not on site. So, uh, the outpouring has worked. Uh, it's been quality talent. RNL has been very, very self-conscious. You know, they, they did not want people to think they were giving me a bunch of money just to run the race car. Uh, they've got awesome principles. Um, and basically, they're just trying to get people to join their ever-growing workforce. And they thought that NHRA was a great talent pool to pull from. Yeah, well, it, it really is. All right, let's talk U.S. Nationals now, next weekend, right? Here we go. The big go back to the traditional format five qualifying sessions that friday night session is going to be tricky because it's going to be good weather conditions hopefully but you haven't been on the track yet so if you can lay down a real great number right there that might be the number for the rest of the weekend that might be who goes number one if you if you hit it but you could easily go over the edge and not hit it uh two sessions on saturday two sessions on sunday and then obviously the race on monday I'm encouraging everybody in the world to go. Of course, we'll run out of space if they all do go. 
But um, how are you going to handle this? And what's your you know outlook for Indy and that Q1? I'm sure Ron Douglas is thinking about it right now. Yep, I am. Uh, I'm super stoked. We've had a lot of success in the A fuel car in Indianapolis. Um, I'm originally from Indiana, so we always have an awesome uh, crowd presence there. But um, you know, I just get in the car, strap into the rocket, and and let's hit the gas. It's going to be an amazing night. I'm excited about five qualifiers. You know, uh, anytime you get to drive a top fuel car is pretty awesome. But uh, eliminations is all that matters. Those little win lights. About uh, you've won the Indy uh, race a couple of times in a fuel, and I, I wonder now with a chance at the countdown. Uh, Troy Coughlin Jr. was on a couple of weeks ago, and he said something that disarms every question about winning, which is think of the process, not the result. That's a Bruce Lee thing, too. Don't worry about winning the fight. Worry about doing what you got to do while in the fight. But if everybody believes that, then I can never ask anybody what it would be like to win because they shouldn't be thinking about it. They should be thinking about the process. So it's tough for a guy like me. But I want you to talk about the championship. What do you think it's going to take to win the championship? Are you going to have to get a couple of round wins? You and Ron are usually good for the semis. Like when you're running great, you're going to the semis. That was your ticket a year ago. Every time you brought it out, you went to the semis. You go to the semis six races in a row. I think you're going to be in the championship fight. Like that's going to put you in the mix, but it's hard to do that in the countdown. Have you strategized the countdown? What kind of performances it's going to take to win? And are all you, are you all set up as far as clutch packs and which parts you're going to use? I know a lot of teams specify that stuff early in the season. Yeah, absolutely. We, we launched things uh, clear back in March for this time. So we made it through the stretch. We didn't hurt a whole bunch of stuff. Um, wasn't good. Wasn't great as far as, you know, what we damaged throughout the process, but we feel like we're going into it very well uh, suited in the inventory department. And, you know, there's no, there's no holding back anymore. Now it's, now it's definitely throw it down every time you can in eliminations and go for the glory. Well, that's 66 shows that you're making the power, right? Like there, that's, that's a big problem with running super fast. You have to have the power and you just showed everybody that you guys are making it. Yeah, absolutely. And then the, to back it up with a 334.7 mile an hour run. Um, I was super excited about that. I, I always wondered why we never mile an hour like everybody else, but we're there now. So uh, with good reaction time, good focus from everybody, I think we'll be just fine. That's great. All right. So Bernie speed shop for people out there who want to find out more. Uh, I'm directing them to the social media. What do you think is the best place for them to go to start their journey? And if they are uh, interested in any of the stuff you guys do, come on down to Florida, one Aspen road, Ocala, Florida, just come on down, check us out. There's nothing we can put on those little screens. That's going to justify what we all do here. Wow. That's uh, actually very good. And rules to, to live by. I think Josh, great job as usual. Appreciate you coming on the show, getting ready for Indy. I am as excited as I can be 10 out of 10 and uh, it's going to be fun. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to put out there to the WFO universe about Josh, about the team, about NHRA? Uh, is there any message to the fans that you want to just throw out there? I'm grateful for every one of you guys. I truly am. So uh, NHRA, everybody wouldn't be possible without you. And I truly am just blessed to be uh, in the seat. You know, I'm grateful for my team and, and everybody that makes it possible. So that's great. That's great. Hey, yeah, no, I exactly. Have a great uh, weekend. 
and I will see you next week. It is big go time. Josh, thank you so much. Yes, sir. There he goes. Josh Hart with us here on WFO radio. And there you go. I, I think I love his style. I love his style because it's just, you know, what I would call no nonsense, no nonsense. And nonsense is like, it's not sense. It's nonsense. Everything that comes out of Josh's mouth is something that is, even if it's positive or fun or funny, it's something significant. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think the more that people get to know Josh Hart, um, they're going to like him more and more. And my biggest thing is that he's bringing in all these people that are not currently involved in the sport of drag racing with RNL Carrier and Armstrong Holmes and uh, TechNet that you don't see out there on cars already. He's bringing in a new universe of sponsors and people and relationships. And that's really what has to happen to grow. And that's what Tony Stewart is also doing, bringing in new relationships. That's what Justin Ashley did, like this new youthful energy that is coming into the sport. They're not just relying on the stuff that has always been. They are creating new relationships with new people that maybe don't even know about the sport of NHRA drag racing. And so uh, I think it is pretty cool to see how it is all working out. All right, get your comments in the comment section, guys. Uh, we're going to see what you think before we bust out of here. We'll be back later on today, though, with 16-time champ John Force going to be on. I'm going to try to get Force to tell some stories. You think I'll be able to do it? You think I'll be able to do it? Let me tell you about the people who make it possible for me to go WFO. How about another North Florida business, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School? They're in Maple Grove right now doing the dragster adventure. If you'd like to drive a dragster, if you, what did he say? The drag racing needle that everybody ends up loving it. If you want to try to, uh, to do it and enjoy it, go to frankholly.com, sign up for the dragster adventure. Courses start at $399. How about that? frankholly.com and samtech.edu, the school of automotive machinists and technology. We always say it, start your education at full speed. You want to become an engine guy? CNC programmer, a motorsport EFI tuner. Are you a veteran? They're approved to train veterans under the GI Bill. Samtech.edu. Call Brian Massingill. Definitely. Marvin Rodak, 817-924-6821. I'm drinking my Rodak's coffee today, and I'm feeling great because of it. The hot sauces and the spice rubs and everything that is so good that they serve down there at Rodak's that they sell. Grills, all the brands. If you're in Fort Worth, Texas, you definitely want to reach out to Marvin, 817-924-6821. Appreciate Marvin Rodak. Torque Calibration Services of Australia. Matt Clark has sent me an email, and I've been searching about it for a couple of days. And I, I just, I'm not finding it. I don't think it came through each time I am going off the top of my head with Torque Calibration Services of Australia. By force, I'll have it, which is this. If you are going to be involved in motorsports or high-level industry where you're taking things apart and putting them together, your torque wrenches must read the same. Otherwise, the work is not going to be the same. And so a company like Torque Calibration Services of Australia, and it's torquecalibrationservices.com.au, they are keeping a lot of these teams down there on the money with their torque specs. And for Matt to want to jump on board and pretty much preach the gospel to the folks out here in the United States that down under, they love drag racing so much that he's willing to come on board and support WFO. If you're down in Australia and you can use this guy, you definitely got to make that relationship. You got to make that relation. Your guy might be closer, 
It's worth it. And he's all over, travels all over doing work for race teams. Thank you, Matt Clark and Torque Calibration Services of Australia. Our Patreons, and that's how we met Matt. Matt's a Patreon as well. And he's part of our Ignition show. If you want to hear him, he's one of our Ignition co-hosts. Yes, we have an Australian co-host on a regular basis giving us the updates for Drag Racing Australia. Good, bad, or otherwise. Go to WFORadio.com and check out the Patreons for, you know, whatever you choose, pretty much. We have multiple uh, layers. Obviously, we talked a lot about Bernie Speed Shop. Thanks to Josh. Go like their Facebook. Go like their social. But he invites everyone to just come on by. They're in Ocala, Florida. And I think before the Gator Nationals next year, that's a little plan. You swing by Garland's Museum. You swing by Bernie's. That could be a one-two, right? They're just eight miles apart from each other. Phillips-connect, phillips.com. These guys, Smart Trailer Technology, Jim Epler. He's the guy who invented a lot of this stuff, which I think is so great. Connected tractor trailers, connected Smart Trailer Technology. Go to their website, find out more, learn about what they do. And at the track, he has got his uh, technology trailer there. I know it'll be an Indy. Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. If you're building engines, if you're a sportsman racer, if you're a Lucas Oil racer, if you're a stock eliminator racer that is uh, hindered by the rules, Total Seal can help you out. They've got all kinds of stuff there. Gas-ported piston rings is one way to maximize your performance. And I'm getting ready to tear my own engine apart, so I can't wait to see how my uh, 22-year-old Total Seal rings have held up. TotalSeal.com. FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. All right, guys, let's see what you got to say out there. We got Force later on today, 3.30, John Force. We had Leah. We had Ricky. We had Reinhardt. Tomorrow, we're going to have Courtney and Jason and do like a fun happy hour show. Monday, Tasca, Torrance. Tuesday, Reinhardt will be back, and then we're off to Indy for the big go, the U.S. Nationals. All right, let's see. Derek, dang, I'm late. Thought it was 11 central. It's never on central time. Never. Because I live in the East Coast. And we're very East Coast centric in the time zone that we happen to live. So whenever I post the time, it's East Coast. Do I need to do like XM back in the day? Whatever, you know, eight East, five West. And then you got to figure it out in the beginning. I could list every time zone as well. Dragster Jeff, Patreon, by the way. Great interview, Joe. Yeah, John. Okay, so not everyone is going to be like a fired up over the top. Yeah. Oh my God. Kind of character. There's all different characters in the world. Josh Hart is not that guy. Not everyone is going to be like a swashbuckling swagger filled guy like Steve Torrance or Brittany force. They've all got their own character and Josh Hart has got his own character. He is reserved, but he has a good time. He loves the sport of drag racing. He works hard for his family and he loves this sport. And as reserved as he is, he's going out there to win. And what do they say? It's always the quiet ones or walk softly and carry a big stick. Roscoe Pico train still recovering from the zoo. Are you recovering from the zoo or being forced to put on the Yeti uh, outfit at the winter circle? You know, Jason Logan and I were having a conversation about you, Roscoe Pico train. Because this guy wore the Yeti outfit. You could see him out there. And he was, uh, it was cool. But then at the end of the day, he, he took it off. And he's just like a regular guy in, in a costume. Can't do that. KC Wolf to the bitter end. You got to be the mascot. The guy running around in a suit. 
is a less is much more fun or is less fun when he doesn't have the suit on. But you, I, to your credit, you put it right back on. Like, all right, back to work. Put on the gloves. Put on the Yeti. Back to baking. Scott Malpass. Pickle Rick. New Rick and Morty. September 4th. I'm stoked. Thank goodness, because now I'm finished with all the Rick and Mortys. I'm totally caught up on all Rick and Mortys, which is good. And it's a show, if you guys don't know it, it's a cultural phenomenon. It really is. Rick and Morty. But if you're not into it, you're not into it. Okay, let's see. Uh, McNeil Freeman. Good job, Joe. What's up, McNeil? Out there in Bowling Green. What are you doing, McNeil? Aren't you guys racing yet or not yet? McNeil Freeman. Going to the big go. You bringing them both, McNeil? Or are you just bringing the, uh, the taxi? Scott, great show. Josh is awesome. All these shows make it hard to get any work done. No, but that's the thing is everyone's going to be watching and listening to these shows over the weekend and next week. Yes, the 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 buffer is getting backed up. You're getting too much content. I know that. Normally, I would do like a three-hour show. We're doing a lot of different content. Hopefully, you guys will be pushing it out over the weekend. We need you to do that. Push out the shows over the weekend. And there's going to be something for everything. We learned a lot about Josh. Thanks again. Joe, love the show, says Stephen Glenn. And this guy, Fast Daddy, definitely some great stories with Force. I'm sure his interview will be epic. Don't. You know, don't pigeonhole force. Sometimes we get calm force. Sometimes we get crazy force. You just never know. Josh seems to be a class act. That is my assessment so far. Great interview, says Earl Nichols. Morning, Joe and Josh. Big fan. Thank you for supporting WFO. I, I love it. Another great show. There you go. All right, guys. We're going to sign off just like that. We're going to sign off this Josh Hart interview. If you liked what Josh had to say, Share the interview. Josh, I was looking at his uh, Twitter account. Everybody needs to blow that up. Everybody needs more following on the social. Everybody needs more following in the real. And that's why we do these interviews. So you can spend a little more time seeing the person, learning about the person, figuring out what they are. Like, I got to say, Josh says... He might not be able to drum with a bunch of people watching him. Okay. Well, let's get him in the trailer on a video or something. Video feed. I think we've got to see Josh Hart attack the drums. Like, I think that will tell us a lot. And it will make him a lot of fans. People love that stuff. So, Josh, we got to figure out how to get you on a drum kit out there, man. Somebody said, put you alongside Sammy Eubanks. I can understand not wanting to do it in front of a whole crew of people. That I can understand. But we got to see it. We got to see Josh on the drums. All right, guys. We'll be back at 3.30. Three and a half hours. You got to watch all the Leah and the Ricky and the Reinhardt and check out Ignition and be ready for Force and share the show. And, of course, YouTube down there in the comment section. It's that way, actually. It's, it's that way, actually. What do you think of Josh Hart? And you think this team has got what it takes to mix it up in the countdown? That's what we're talking about. All right, guys, appreciate you all. Remember, the WFO store is wide open, and we got some new shirts there. Of course, this coffee mug that I'm using, but we've got the Jet Car Joe, we've got Smoke, we've got Fire shirts. We've got the Miami Hollywood Speedway retro logo shirt. No longer exists where I got started. Miami Hollywood Speedway, the traditional WFO stuff. And it's all on sale right now, 35% off. 
you can get there on the website, WFO store. All right, guys, appreciate you. We'll be back later on today with 16-time champ John Force. Thanks to Josh Hart. We'll see you soon.